0: Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you're here. Today, we are going to talk about something that is probably the most common topic out there. It has to do with bloating and gut and weight gain. So I want to welcome you to the Rebel Reset. You're probably wondering why is the Rebel Reset and what does that mean? It simply means this. If you wanna get healthy these days, you have to be a bit of a rebel. Because the bottom line is, if you do what everybody else is doing, you're gonna get the same results. And most of us are overweight on lots of meds, and honestly, don't have an answer. So this show is all about what's the answer. How do I become my healthy, vibrant, ideal weight self without having to do all the things that are pushed on us out there, like all sorts of medications, and all the things that we're like, gosh, I gotta starve myself, I gotta eat no, no sugar ever again for the rest of my life. It's all nonsense, guys. At the end of the day, there's no substitute for getting healthy. See, we've been led to believe if I lose weight, I'll get healthy. But we try to lose weight at any means. But what we're going to talk about on this show and today in particular is how do you truly get healthy enough to not have to worry about dieting, to not have to worry about drinking coffee for energy, and all of those things. So here we go. The thing that we're going to talk about today, the topic that probably gets the most questions from me as a doctor for 30 years now is, doc. Why do I feel so bloated? And that is such an important question because the bloating really is saying that, hey, doc, why is my gut off and what can I do about it? And that opens up an entire can of worms, so to speak, because if your gut's off, you're likely suffering from all sorts of other things. Number one, bloating or reflux, indigestion, Um, things like less than a couple well-formed bowel movements a day, You may also have lower energy. And I'm going to explain what the connection of all these is. Uh, Again, lower energy. Very likely you also don't sleep as well as you could. Your moods might not be as good as they could be either. You might find yourself like, man, I'm just kind of dragging. I wake up in the morning and it's hard to get going. Maybe you're dealing with some more aches and pains, right? Like, oh, just kind of stiff, getting up. It's like kind of rough. Uh, You might also have noticed blood pressure or blood sugar or cholesterol, Maybe those things are creeping up along with this bloating and some of this digestive stuff. You might also even notice that your immune system functions a bit off, right? Like, hey, I'm getting more things than I used to get, and I don't even know why that's happening. Well, here's what's crazy. It all boils down to one thing, bacteria. Now, I know you're probably going, okay, what are the bacteria, the bad guys, the E. coli's out there in the world have to do with any of this? Well, nothing. That's not the bacteria we're talking about. We're talking about the good bacteria. Because when it comes to bloating and weight gain, if these guys aren't right, you'll be bloated and overweight forever. Honestly, no matter how hard you try. So let me back up and explain this. In your gut, there should be 100 trillion good bacteria. Now, what blows me away is is if you think about this, 100 trillion good bacteria make up about 90% of the cells that you are from head to toe. Right, so all you see when you look at a person is just 10% of the total cells in their body. 90% should be good bacteria. They estimate somewhere between three and call it 500 different strains of good bacteria should be in there. Most people, not even close, right? In fact, when I test people and we do stool samples, most people, when I say not even close, I mean like almost off the charts bad. And so let's say you should have this much good bacteria and this much yeast and bad guys, Most people, it's flip-flopped. They have more yeast, more bad guys, less of the good guys. So what happens? Lots of things happen. Well, remember all the symptoms I mentioned in the beginning? They're all dependent or driven by having enough of the good bacteria in your gut, right? So those healthy bacteria, just to flip through it, they regulate your energy levels because they make B vitamins. Most people don't know that. By the way, if you're my age, you're old enough to remember before energy drinks, energy drinks line supermarket shelves, Why is it that there's energy drinks everywhere? Well, the number one reason people go to doctors today is what? Low energy. Food companies aren't stupid. So if you read the back of one of those cans, what does it say on there? Usually a boatload of B vitamins. I read one the other day. It had 40,000% of the B vitamins someone needs. So sure, if you don't have a good healthy gut, which these guys all know, what do they do? They pump a bunch of caffeine, B vitamins, and sugar into a drink that makes you feel how? energized. So we kind of feel, well, problem solved. Not exactly, right? I think we're all smart enough to realize that doesn't exactly solve the problem. But getting back to the original thought here, right? The B vitamins are made by good bacteria. Those same good bacteria not only make B vitamins, they digest food. And this is the one we're going to spend more time on today. But again, just to cover the rest of them, they lower blood pressure, they lower cholesterol, they lower blood sugar, they help regulate those things. They also make 95% of your serotonin and I'm gonna do a whole episode on this in the the near future. This is crazy to think about. 95% of what keeps you upbeat, happy, healthy, emotionally balanced, your natural um, antidepressant slash anti-anxiety is made in your gut, and you need to have enough good healthy bacteria to feel like yourself, and be motivated to go do the things you love to do. They also decrease inflammation and a few other things. But let's back up to the digestion part of this and the bloating part of it. It's really important that you understand this, because if you feel yourself kind of bloated, especially if you notice if you eat um, carby-type foods or sugar, and for sure if you crave those things, you almost certainly have less of the good guys and more of the bad guys. And let me explain the connection here. Normally, when you eat healthy bacteria digest food, the food gets all broken down into little nutrition blocks that leaks past one little tiny layer of cells from your gut into your bloodstream. You have good nutrition. You live happily ever after. Everything's good. The challenge is this. For instance, one round of antibiotics. One round, I've read, can kill up to 80% of the good bacteria. So if you normally have a bunch of good guys and not so many, you know, bad guys, and you kill off the good guys who keep the bad guys in check, what happens? The bad bacteria, the yeast in particular, start to grow. Now, what do yeast do in your gut? Well, none of the above, right? They don't digest food. They don't make B vitamins. They don't lower blood sugar, blood pressure, cholesterol, make serotonin, all those things. What they do is when they eat, like anything else, they poop. And what do yeast poop? And you don't have to remember these terms, but they make ethanol and acetaldehyde, which are super toxic, nasty things. To give you an idea of what yeast do in the gut, let me give you an analogy. If you've ever baked, you put yeast in dough, and what happens? It expands, right? So as it expands, it's because the yeast themselves are making essentially gas. If you have yeast in your gut making gas, What does that look like? Well, that's what bloating is. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't just stay right in the middle, right? What does it do? Well, if you have gas, it's gonna go up. That's called what? Basically reflux, that's what'll get it growing. Or you'll feel really kind of gassy, right? It's going one way or another, or it just stays in the middle and you just feel chronically bloated. So that bloating is yeast in the gut producing gas. That gas, again, is kind of toxic. So what tends to happen is very often people will come into to me and they'll say, yeah, I, I don't know. It seems like I alternate between constipation sometimes and diarrhea. Well, if yeast colony gets big enough and makes enough bad guys, your body goes, I got to get this out of here. It dumps water into the gut. That's the form of basically diarrhea, soft stools, loose stools. If you chronically have that, most likely you have a gut imbalance. Right? So here's the problem with all of this. That stuff goes from where? It goes from your gut into your blood the ethanol, the acetylaldehyde, things that are toxic to the liver. Liver gets what? Well, it's a giant filter, but it's your only fat-burning organ. This is really important to understand because if your liver is constantly dealing with that stuff, plus it's dealing with environmental toxins and chemicals and everything else. You know, you think a thousand years ago, what did your body have to clean up from? What was your liver really dealing with? Man, like campfire smoke? There just wasn't anything. So if you have toxic stuff from your own gut, plus things from the outside, and your liver is your fat-burning organ, you can see how the connection between most people who are bloated usually have a liver that's kind of sluggish, find it really difficult to lose weight. So that's the first thing that a gut that's off will have the connection between bloating and weight gain. The next thing is even more powerful. Remember I said in the beginning that healthy bacteria digest food? Okay, so if food's hand going downstream and you don't have enough good bacteria to digest that food, eventually that food passes by your pancreas. You guys remember what your pancreas produces? Exactly, insulin. So if your pancreas sees, hey, not enough digestion going on here, what's it going to do? It says, hey, let me pump out a little bit of extra juices here, including insulin, to help digest this food. If insulin is being pumped into your gut to help digest food, what's the problem with that? Exactly. It's one of the most powerful fat storage hormones we have. So to sum that up, if your gut's off, you could put chicken and broccoli in and your pancreas is still gonna pump out extra insulin. Insulin being a fat storage hormone makes this pretty frustrating, right? Because there you are, eating pretty well, but if insulin's high, good luck losing weight. It's not gonna work no matter what you try. So what happens eventually? You're all right, well, I'm just gonna to have to eat less, and I'm gonna to have to cut out sugar completely. I'm gonna to have to do keto or paleo, and I'm not saying those things are terrible, but I'm saying if you feel like you have to be that strict right? Like you, you look at sugar or you look at carbs and you start gaining weight, then almost certainly your gut's off. And if your gut's off, that's a problem because again, you can't be good enough to to out diet that. And that's the problem, right? Because what it boils down to is always there's fat burning and fat storing hormones. If the gut's off, insulin goes up. That's a powerful fat storage hormone. Now what happens? You have to work this much harder just to get to a baseline, right? Which means eat this much less and move this much more. What's easier to work harder to burn fat? Or to get your gut healthy so that you restore fat burning versus fat storing hormones. Because if it's balanced, then what? Well, it's pretty straightforward, right? You just eat a little less, move a little more, fat burning hormones go higher than fat storage hormones. Simple. So it's important to understand, and the point I wanted to get across if you're feeling bloated, most likely the reason why you have more yeast and bad guys in the gut. Since they don't digest food well, your pancreas pumps out more insulin. Insulin's a fat storage hormone. That'll increase fat, obviously. Those things affect the liver negatively, which is your body's only fat-burning organ. So fat burning goes down, fat storing goes up. Meanwhile, you're eating pretty well, wondering, why am I overweight and bloated? Not to mention, typically, if this is the case, you're going to feel more tired and go, man, I just, I'm just not myself. Like I just I feel fluffy and overweight and drained, and I'm not motivated, and I try to start a diet, and I already know it's not going to work. I mean, look, that's how I spent most of my younger years. We were always all on a diet. And here's the problem, and here's something that I really hope that whoever needs to hear this, hears this. If you're having issues with willpower, it's not your fault, right? If, if what I just explained is going on in your body, stop beating yourself up. Yeast cause your body to crave sugar. I've read in multiple places that sugar cravings for someone whose gut is off are more powerful than cravings for cocaine if you're if you're already addicted, right? So if you had a cocaine addiction, what I say to you, hey, I want you to go home and why don't you just stop that? No, right, but that's what we say to people who have sugar addiction problems, right? Why don't you just go stop that? You just don't have enough willpower. You can't out-willpower your physiology. If your gut's off, it's a con- chronic struggle. The key is simple, restore your gut, cleanse your liver. And what I'm gonna do in the next episode, I'm gonna talk all about How do we really get the gut right? Like, what are the simple steps that you could take to start restoring gut health systematically, simply, so that you can get off this kind of roller coaster of, all right, I'm just never gonna have carbs again, but then when I eat them, the floodgates open, I gain back all the weight I just lost and more, because look, I can relate, that's super frustrating. That's how, like I said, my whole family spent time. Here's the bottom line. Once you understand the problem, you can do this, I promise. The real thing, it's like Einstein, I think it was said, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting the same result. Going on a diet, losing a few pounds, eating normal and gaining it all back is like banging your head against the wall. Eventually you go, well, screw it. I I can't just keep doing that. The the solution is simple. Get to the root of the problem. Forget trying to lose weight. Get healthy enough so that you don't have to. We'll talk more about that next time. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, Look, if you really liked it, if you can give it a rating, ideally five stars. <laughs> I'm not above asking for it. Um, that, the reason I do that is honestly because it helps us spread the word. Right? You very likely have heard what you just heard, maybe for the first time. And so many people will struggle for so long. So if you're listening to the, uh, the, the video version and you can see me, just hit the like button. If it's audio, if you, just, if you uh, give it a star rating and or download it, share it with a friend, spread the word. We're gonna talk here all about getting to the root cause of health problems. Not how do you cover them all up so that we can live in la-la land going, well, I'm taking my diet med and all my other medications with this false sense of security that I'm somehow healthy. That's not healthy, that's disease management. What we're gonna talk about is getting healthy. So spread the word, let's share, let's change some lives. And as always, thank you for listening and I will see you next time.